This is Father Friends, not your Unkills podcast. everyone my name is zane don't ask why just put an i and with me this week is Amina. Amina. i said <laughs> you didn't yeah I, I was building up to it i, I, did going, it. Uh... I can introduce myself <laughs> <Amna. laughs> so uh, i'm in a day ooh, i'm in a jury duty oh i am fired up okay well before i'm before i'm I tell you my thing. How was jury duty? Was that good? Well, I got called get- second round for a case, oh. a civil case. I can't really, obviously, I shouldn't talk about it. But I thought I knew one of the witnesses that they were going to call. But I definitely knew people who worked in the hospital that they were, you know, people were coming from. So mm-hmm. I was dismissed as a juror. They They didn't want me. And I got to go home early. At like eleven thirty, I got to leave. Only there for like three hours, but now I'm done for three years. I don't need to serve no mo. No mo. But I get called every freaking sec. I've been called to jury duty. I don't know how many times. Seriously, has it really been that often? So I got called like a month after my 18th birthday. Got called. Okay. Okay. Then I served. Then I got called. In between the three-year period, and I had to call and be like, I served. And they were like, oh, okay. The minute the three-year period ended, they called me. And I called, and I was like, I can't. Like, I'm at school. So they were like, okay, you don't need to serve. Then they called me again. I was like, uh, I still can't do it. They're like, oh, okay. Then they called me again. I postponed it, and then I went now. So they called me a lot. Really? See, that's really interesting because I legitimately think they forgot about me. Because I no, I have a lot I've, of people who've never been called to jury duty. Yeah, like I've only gotten, I've only did it once at after after I turned eighteen. I went once, didn't get called for anything, no second rounds. I got you know dismissed immediately, and then I've yet to hear anything from since then. Like I've, yeah, it's been like what, uh, <laughs> it's been like at least four or five years now, and I've got nothing from them. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't and I'm know. actually happy because I would rather not do it. But in the same time, I gotta do it because it's my civil duty. It's your civic duty <laughs> as a, a citizen duty. to do it. Yes. And I was almost going to serve, but I couldn't have, even if I, I would have asked to be dismissed because of like conflicts because I was like, I just can't do it. So I would have been like, I, I honestly cannot with my, you know, there was one dude who was complaining so much. I wanted to punch him in the face. Like we all have places to be, but we're not like vocally complaining. You shut your face and you suck it up. Ooh, hey, that's, that's the fire I need. I'm a, I was, I was mad. I was mad. Yo, let me tell you what happened right now. Okay, okay. This I know is, you're fuming is, right now. Ooh, oh my god. I was legit. I'm not even joking, Amna. I was about to like punch someone in the nose because I was <laughs> that angry with this <laughs> with the subway system. Now, obviously, for most of the listeners out there, this will not apply to them. This is definitely a and basically strictly a New York City problem, right? Where the subway system is an absolute mess right now it is at its lowest point that i've ever seen in the seven years that i've been here it is getting worse and worse and the the cojones that these legislators have that's that's you know they constantly apologize saying oh we're so sorry we understand that the subway system is the heartbeat of the new york of the, of new york and we will get we'll get it running it'll get better it'll get better and they have they have the balls to say oh i'm sorry i'm sorry we will dedicate money and time and effort for this and to see it get worse and worse every single is it getting week, worse really, though because really, they're really... trying to fix it you know like when they do construction Mm, no 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 they they've been doing construction quote-unquote construction for how many months now at this point and they're just getting worse it's not even getting better at all i've yet to see any improvement in the past two years now it's it's that it's it it's it was a huge just a nosedive into rock bottom 
two years ago and it's yet to recover from that it's that bad it is what so precipitated bad. what was the you know what set this off for it to get so bad all of a sudden it, i honestly i think it's ever to me to me i feel like it was ever since the new governor came in to play uh before before we had de blasio mike de blasio i think that's his de name i just know his, his last name is de blasio right um before that we had bloomberg and bloomberg as a businessman was obviously so like at, at the time i didn't realize how good how much good he was doing for the city but looking back in hindsight you're like you realize that oh my god like this dude really wanted the city to be amazing and he did he accomplished that in my opinion i really do think so and the moment that this new this new de blasio, play, de blasio it's it it literally you know it pooped the bed it pooped everything just went to crap nothing works now um i've been reading statistics upon statistics about like and just articles on this just like how in 2011 i think this was yeah 2011 when i was a sophomore there was a 98 percent accuracy when it came to the timings on the boards and like how on how and how ugh, i can't even speak and You're um, a little angry calm down <laughs> like how on time they were when they came to a station, how right? They, they were with their timings, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So they're ninety-eight percent accuracy, right? Guess what it is right now? Fifty. It's oh, it was a little better than 70. that. It's like fifty-five. It's fifty-five. Oh, okay. So but, I wasn't bad. I wasn't off that off. But but that in so but the thing about that it happened in five years time. It went from ninety-eight to fifty. I just don't right. understand it's, how do you fix that? What do you do? Do you need like new cars? Do you need new like I don't understand it's it's honestly in the end of the day, all we need is better infrastructure. The infrastructure is dated as all hell. It is like Pakistan basically when but it comes it's to It's hard. I mean, system. it's underground. I mean, it's it's you know it's, Oh, no, I I'm and I'm not hating the idea that it's taken so long, but it's it's they should the have done it earlier, say, basically, and made it more of a priority. The, and that's the balls. That's what I'm going with. That's what I was going to go to, is that they have the balls to say, oh, we're sorry, we're, we're going to fix this, right? But then to to then turn around and take the money that the New York government give, gave them, because they were at, this was, a, I think, a year ago, they were in a state of emergency. They declared a state of emergency for the subway system, right? The New York government then gave, I think it was a stipend of like $500 million plus dollars being like, okay, here's the money, fix it. Fix it immediately. Try to do as much as you can. Guess what de Blasio used that money for? Just just take a wild guess, Amna. If you and you, if you say put it in towards the tracks and put it towards trains, I wish. <laughs> I wish they did that. They took that money and put it in towards Wi-Fi on every single station. That was their priority. Not not to fix the trains, not to fix the tracks, not to fix the derailment that happened a week prior I said to that. education. <laughs> education, yeah. I wish too. Like it, been, I wish it went to something productive. Like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If it went to education, I would have been like, okay, that's okay. That It makes sense, I guess, right? But they use that money to put Wi-Fi in every single station. Like, so that you, you So me? that you can get through your wait times long, yeah. like, better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now, a few weeks... Now, this is just recently. A few weeks ago, they got another stipend from the government, from the New York government, being like, okay, here's another $350 million dollars. Please use this to fix the trains and fix the structure because infrastructure because this is it's it's bad. It's getting worse, right? In like and since then it's getting worse and worse and worse. Guess what they use the money for? I don't know. USB ports. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> USB they're gonna install USB ports in all stations in the next year or so. Not and it's just mind-blowing to me that it's like, yeah, yeah, we're sorry that the station sucked, that we're sorry that the train sucked, we're fixing it. But how are we fixing it? I think we got to put USB ports. That clearly makes sense, you know? Like, <laughs> clearly that's what people are demanding right now, not not reliable You got to vote for Cynthia Nixon. Oh, I got it. I got it. This is awful. This is so bad. I, and Cynthia and Nixon kind of bring... from Sex and the City. She'll She'll fix yeah. it. She's actually not looking like I, a bad candidate. Honestly, I would vote anyone than the Blasio at this point. I don't even I don't think care. is she even a she's she's uh, running for governor. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to kind of bring it full circle, I guess, to bring it full circle, the reason why I'm so fired up about this is because I've been a victim of this, <laughs> you know, this awful service. I was supposed to, I usually get home at seven and I just got home five minutes ago, right before recording. Like that, that's, that's preposterous. That's it's eight not o'clock. right. Yeah. It's eight o'clock. It took me an extra hour to get home. And, and, um, and the fact that like I stayed in the train and the train wasn't moving for 20 plus minutes is mind blowing to me that like they, and then, and then the, and like I said, going back to the whole balls thing, they have the balls to tell us in the intercom, Oh, we're so sorry. There's train traffic ahead of us. Are you kidding me? If there's train traffic, we're like the next stop is my stop and I'm the last stop on the train. There is no other station beyond that, right? So you're telling me there's train traffic in my station? That's impossible. What are you talking about? They lying. There is no. They be lying because they're trying they be to cover their tracks. Get it? Bum bum. What do I? And on that note. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's all I wanted to say. Like I am so fired up on that. Like oh god, that's why. Like I'm not even prepared with anything. I'm really hoping that you can steer this ship, Amna. Because I didn't even have time to, like, prepare anything for this. So okay, I'm going well, off the cuff. Look, I was <clears throat> watching an interview by John Krasinski, our main man, Jim Halper. Mm-mm. His movie. saw this movie. And I've been aching to watch this movie, A Quiet Place. It's been regaled from every celeb on Twitter. But most importantly, Stephen King himself, horror master and king extraordinaire i was gonna say king then i was like did i just say king but i did because that's his name anyway king of horror stephen king he was like this is extraordinary and so now i'm like bubbling in my seat to go watch this movie and you have seen it i've seen it i went to go see it i went i immediately went to go see it like on for it was not friday i think it was saturday i think and not gonna spoil it to you amna because obviously i want you to see it but but Amna, this movie is pretty fantastic. Uh, it is, it is fantastic. Uh, it is. I want to watch. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, okay, well, let me just tell you this. I don't think it's scary. Scary. Like I don't I like. I get. Th- I think that's the point of it. Yes. Yes. That's. I was gonna go to that point. Yeah. Like it's not scary. Scary. It's not gonna make you. It's not like The Shining. It's not like you know, The Exorcist. It's not gonna make you scared out of your pants. But the the concept of the movie and it's tense like it's very suspenseful so it's a very it's i i think it's more towards a thriller of some sort ish but there is a lot of horror elements to it and man i'm not it was such a good movie it was so and to think that our boy jim halpert directed it wrote it and everything it's like yo yo jim (laughs) yo john krasinski you got some skills here buddy you got some skills like it is really good very very good and i just like him because he seems like a like a nice guy. Like he seems like yeah. really funny. Like I've been watching lots of interviews and um he just seems like a very like funny, witty, happy guy. And like I'm like, you you go. I'm glad. But I I also like I think the idea of it is so well done. You know, so like I'm a big exorcist fan. Mm-hmm. Um and so in that movie I think a big thing about it that's been discussed is that the lack of music, right? I mean, there's the opener, that opening music that's like The Exorcist, right? And it has mm-hmm. music. But the actual movie has no music, no score. And yeah. so that you hear every little thing. You hear how she breathes and it holds attention. Like the silence in itself holds this tension, because in a horror yeah. movie, you listen, you hear something, and you know it's about to happen because the music goes dun, like Jaws, like dun, dun, and you're like, so you're you're scared, but like you know, it's like a it's like a, an effect for your brain so that you prepare almost. Yeah, yeah. But when there's silence, you have nothing. It's just mm-hmm. that. It's just as if you're in it because there's no score to life right you know you don't have when something scary happens in real life you're not going to hear music in the back so i mm-hmm. feel like i always have thought that was a huge sorry i'm like talking a lot but i always thought that was a huge thing no, for the actress why it was so successful right yeah and so yeah. 
hearing about this scary movie, I was like, yo, this is capitalizing on exactly why what I loved about The Extras, one of the reasons I loved it. And I think that's such a smart idea because I think this movie has music, though, right? It has a musical score or no, it's quiet. It's it's very like if even if there was, I didn't notice it. So, so yeah, there's, you know, that quietness. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's, you know, it's it's very um, uh, unnerving. Yeah. And I think and like I, I was very excited to hear about that. And that was actually one thing I really praise about the movie is that I was, you know, like, obviously the movie's called Quiet Place. So you c- go in thinking that it's going to be quiet. But I also have, like, that part of me where I'm like, okay, obviously they're going to, you know, take a chunk of time to, like, explain themselves, you know? But, like, you know, the exposition part. Like, the, someone's going to actually talk. No, I I was surprised that in the movie there's probably... If you had to visualize the script, Amna, I would say there's probably, like, five pages worth of script. Everything else was silence. There was... Uh, it was they, The way they spoke was through sign language. Did you... Did they have subtitles? subtitles? Yeah, okay. I was gonna say. They did, they did, yeah. I was like... So when they did, sub, when they did subtitles, they, you you saw what they were saying. Yeah. But, like, it was so well... And the fact... Yeah, and that's what I loved about it. That, like, the entire movie was quiet. And... Like, and that was a point. The, and I loved that, that they stuck with that, the, you know? This was the daughter. She's deaf. Yeah. And which I think is very uh, good casting that they did on that part. Like, I think that if you're going to have a deaf character, she should be played by someone who's deaf. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. I heard that she obviously did a very good job, like a fantastic job. But um, they, she was saying how both Emily Blunt and John Krasinski had two different ways of their sign language. Like, that their affectations in sign language were different, which I knew through, like I took a linguist, oh, I took a linguistic class. So I know every, <laughs> but there are accents that you can have in sign language, which I think in itself is mind blowing, but yeah. they had affectations like John Krasinski. The dad was very curt and cold, not cold, but very like to the point. Yeah. Succinct. And Emily Blunt was like maternal and loving and a very um, caring, and I thought that that was so interesting that you can. Even- and that comes across in the movie too. That comes across That's in the movie. So like that, I think those little things are what sets apart a movie and makes it great. You know what I'm trying to say? Like those that little attention to to detail. You know, and I guess it's a character yeah. acting. That's what a good actor does. But it's so hard when you're not. Someone who's learned sign language, who's like, you know, that is their means of communication, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I want to say, like, everyone in that cast did amazing. Um, the the only, I guess, if I had to nitpick, the the boy, the little boy in the movie was a little weird. <laughs> I heard he was but, amazing. Like, I, mean, I thought, it, I mean, he was good, but, like, he had his mo- moments where you're like, okay, come on, calm down, kid. You know, like, it's just like the, you know, the kid angst that they have. You're like, all right, dude, just calm down. That's not that not that serious, you know? But, like, I get I get it. I get it, though. Like, he's supposed to be a kid. Like, this is post, in a post-apocalyptic type environment, you know? It's, like, it makes sense. Um, And I, and this is just me trying to nitpick. Just, try, just to be the if devil. If you had advocate, to pick something, basically, right? There, yeah, if I had to pick something bad about the movie, there are a couple points in the movie where you're like, why was that there? You know, there, I'm not going to say anything. And you'll see it. I, and it's very apparent. You're going to be like, that's kind of weird that they just randomly had this. And I and it kind of makes sense that they wanted yeah. to drive the point that there is danger. But like, I don't know. You're like. Well, maybe they did it on they, purpose. Like sometimes things seem random and then you watch it a second time and you're like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of times when I watch The Exorcist for the first time or something, you know, and then you, like, I've seen it, like, the, you know, now it's like, I don't know how many times I've seen it. And, you know, you see a new detail and you're like, oh, yeah, like, I didn't understand that or I didn't get it at first. And now I kind of get why they did that. Yeah. Like, oh, The yeah. Shining is one of those movies where you uncover things over and over. Like, you're just like, geez, yep. like. Oh, I didn't even think about that. And then you watch that documentary, right? Like Room 237. You saw it, <laughs> yeah. right? I saw it, yeah. That documentary and in like... itself scares me. But <laughs> like, I got really scared just watching it. I'm like, ah, all the conspiracy. I know, right? But, yeah. you know, so maybe it's just one of those. Um, 
No, it it was like I said, it was a very good movie. Maybe it might be that. Like I don't I and it's kind of funny cuz I actually have a funny story when I went to watch this movie. And I think I sent you the snap about it. Um when I went to go see a quiet place, it happened to be <laughs> they like I think 30 minutes into the movie, the oh, yeah. entire system crashed in the movie theater. <gasps> oh, no. So they couldn't like no one was able to buy tickets. No one was and then I guess I'm assuming every single theater shut down. You know, every single like theater that was playing a movie shut down. So for like a good, so it was so funny too because it's because it's a quiet place and because it's a horror movie of some sort, right? There's a scene where it it lined up so perfectly. Like once it went dark, you're like, oh crap, it's part of the movie, right? So I was like, all right, cool. So we're all sitting there, the entire audience, me and me included, we're all sitting there, like, okay, cool, all right. But then it's like it just kept going on. Like there's this darkness. You're like, oh crap, maybe this is a. St- I, this is my thought process. Like, oh, maybe this is just an aesthetic. You know, maybe this they're doing this to kind of, you know, make you uncomfortable, like an art. Make you uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, but it was like it went on for too long. You're like, oh man, this is really trying to be artistic. I get it. I get it. But then after like at least <laughs> at least four minutes into it, you're like, wait a second, this is something fishy, <laughs> and this is not right. <laughs> and then, then you're you, like, this is weird. This is just late. <laughs> this is kind of <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, because you go through those like stages in like your thought process. You're like, oh, this is really cool. This is awesome. Oh my god, John Krasinski is a genius. Wait a second, this is kind of weird. Oh my god, this is awful. And then you realize that the system crashed. You're like, oh, okay. So then I remember, mm-hmm. uh, I I remember there was a lady who comes in with a walkie-talkie. She goes, listen, sorry, everyone. Uh, you know, the system crashed. Blah blah blah. Tell me where you guys were at the in the movie. Like, at what point were you in the movie? And we'll like fast forward to that point. And she literally, and it was so comical because she literally had a remote in her hands <laughs> and she was like as if we we're in you know like in our living room fast forwarding a dvd she was just like are you here and then everyone's like no here 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 and then at one point she went too far and then we're like no no you no, just no. spoiled it you just spoiled it rewind 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 that's so, so funny eventually eventually we got to the point and then we saw the movie can i ask you a yeah. question yes what was your best movie theater experience like what crowd and what movie were like this good movie experience. Like- I know it immediately. Okay. I know immediately. It was Avengers One, the very first Avengers movie. Oh. Uh, and I was saw it on opening day. It was movie so uh, many times in theaters, like ten times. Yeah, yeah. It was opening day. It was like I think a four o'clock showing on Friday, and ooh, that crowd was amazing. It was like obviously just the nerdiest nerds that you can possibly think of. And they were clapping and cheering and just, like, having the greatest time. And even though I had the worst seats possible, I was, like, second row from the screen. Um, it was a terrible seats, but that I completely ignored it because, like, the crowd just made it up for it. Like, every time something happened, they just, like, were so into it. And you're like, yeah, like, this is amazing. I feel like I'm in a rock concert because everyone was, like, just, like, so into it. So, yeah, Avengers 1, best experience that I had so far. Okay. Mine was what about you? Par- yeah, mine was Paranormal Activity. I, that movie. First of all, the crowd was hilarious. So it's a scary <laughs> movie, but you know, watching a scary movie with like you know two hundred people is like it's fun because everyone. I remember that movie first came out. Now it's a joke. Paranormal. Activity. Yeah. Because they they just did it so many times. But when it first came out, it was scary. That first one was a phenomenon. That first movie really that set started kind of like around. that 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 a handheld camera. It like brought it back from Blair Witch. It was like the first time it was done in a long time. Yeah, and it was. People thought it was real footage. People were really scared. Like I remember watching it, and it was terrifying. But everyone reacted like at every <laughs> scary point at the same time. So like everyone would get really quiet, and then everyone went ah. Like at scary points, and, scary, and then we would all laugh at the all like, <laughs> and the like we'd be like, oh, good one, good one, like, <laughs> and so everyone would do that. And at certain points, like when it was like really bad, like there was a couple of times where people were like, oh hell no, oh hell, like they were like, I can't do this, I can't do this. That's amazing, was, I like, love it. <laughs> want like that experience to be because you were scared, but you were also like in it everyone was in the same boat there was no one that was like dumb or like people were just so like entertained by it yeah um it was very funny like 
and I think at one point, like, uh, like one person reacted by themselves, and everyone was like, "It's okay." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so sorry. <laughs> it was very funny. Uh, That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, definitely not an Avengers. Like, people weren't clapping. People, yeah, were, like, yeah, screaming audibly and then like laughing in, <laughs> but everyone was doing it at the same. Yeah, no, I remember, like, I think it was, yeah, like, one of the trailers they played before the movie, of the Avengers movie, they, it was a Batman trailer, and I think it was, I remember that perfectly, it was like, the Batman Begins, oh, no, it's not Begins, sorry, um, Batman Rises, and uh, everyone stood up and clapped and cheered, and, like, they were like, oh, my God, Bat, and, like, they started at a chant, they were like, Batman, 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 and they were like, hell yeah, like, this was, like, it got you pumped up to watch the Avengers then. You're like, okay, this is the crowd that you... Like, this is the perfect crowd to be watching an Avengers movie with. Yeah. And like I said, like, everyone... Like, I, it was that scene when the um, Hulk was, like, playing around with uh, Loki. Yeah. And, like, and that... Ev- the amount of, like... I have never heard anyone laugh, con- like, at once. Like, so loudly. It was amazing. It was so My weird. favorite part in the whole movie with Loki's and... Um, sorry, I don't know why I'm saying it, but I'm just gonna... When he's in Germany and he's like asking people to bow down to him and that old man stands up and he's like, you know, there's been, uh, there was always men like you, you know, who asked <laughs> to bow down. And I remember when I watched it, it wasn't as rowdy as yours, but it was definitely a rowdy theater and people clapped at that part. Like They were like, yeah, yeah we'll never do that again. It was very emotional. <laughs> it was a good uh, heart moment. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I just was um, just uh, curious that's awesome yeah yeah no i know and speaking of avengers have you heard that news that avengers 2 has already outsold like um in pre-sale tickets they're already two times they've already sold tickets two times faster than black panther what do you so they're they're really are, like, see and that's the thing like what do you think Amna? do you think avengers are gonna do as good as black panther because obviously you've seen a black panther success like it is amazing how good they did well i i um, think it will only because it's it's everyone you know what i'm trying to say like it's everyone it's 40 superheroes in one film which might be a detriment to them i don't know how they're gonna do it right you know that's my fear my fear is like they're gonna give like the hulk one line no and like give every line to like you know obviously they won't but i'm just you know what i mean like they're gonna give one line to one person but then focus everyone to like tony what they're gonna do is that they're this is gonna be a swan song for the main for the people who started the Marvel films, it's going to be Iron Man, Thor, Captain, Hulk, and, you know, all of those, uh, you know, Black Widow, the, the the main people who started it. It's a swan song to them. It's their ending. So they're going to give them probably the most amount of lines. They actually said that Thor has the most lines. Okay. So I'm that. very okay with that because I think, first of all, I think Thor Ragnarok was phenomenal. Yes, it was, I agree. With it that. was so good. So, you know, I think that I mean we're not going to dive into it. Like it's not one of those episodes where we're going to like dive into Thor Ragnarok. But, um, I think it's like I I'm good to see him kind of take more of a leading role because he wasn't in the last he was in the last one, the Captain America, uh, Civil War. He wasn't even in yeah. it. Remember, yeah, he yeah. was like jokingly pissed. He's like, they didn't call Thor like. <laughs> they had everyone else, but yeah. they couldn't call Thor. So now I think they're putting him on the forefront, which is I'm good with that. I'm good. So I think that's what they're gonna do. And I think after the Infinity Infinity Wars, then a lot of these newbies are gonna, you know, they're gonna come together. But you know, who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? And it's kind of interesting too. Like I think didn't um, what's the actor name who does Captain America? Um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yes, yes. Didn't he like he he already confirmed that like he's, he's only gonna make two more Captain America movies and he's done. Oh, he's not making any more Captain America movies. I okay, well maybe I don't know because I read somewhere that he's confirmed that he's gonna do two more and then he's definitely. No, I think stop. he's two more as Captain America. Oh, I see. Okay. No, okay. I think after Avengers, like the last Avengers, because there's three, right? Three Infinity Wars. It's a yeah. After that, all of them are gonna be gone. That's them exiting, especially uh, Iron Man. Like, Robert Downey Jr. has been doing it for... He was the first, you know? Like, Mar- Iron Man... I'm going to be sad. I'm gonna be it's going to be in that... Well, that was, like, Logan, right? That was, like... 
it was like the end of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, which honestly I find if probably more sad because Iron Man, I don't know, he probably has been playing it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman's been playing Wolverine for 17 years. Since I was five years old, that man has been playing, you know, Wolverine. Yeah, so he was like a staple yeah. growing up as he is Wolverine. So when Logan came out, first of all, I think that was the most the most beautiful kind of nod and exit for him. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. But like um, it was very sad, like very sad because you're yes. kind of saying goodbye to someone you grew up watching, you know. Who no yeah. one can kind of take. I mean, maybe someone will take his place. I think they're going to give it some time, and then they'll, you know, they'll bring in a new. Of course, brain. of course, yeah. It's it's a, it's a like you know, at the end of the day, it's a spoke in the wheel. You know, the wheel keeps moving. Right, like they're going to make, they're going to continue. They're obviously not going to stop making Iron Man movies. They're going to be some down, sometime down in the future. They're going to make another well, they, one. No, the thing is, is that Tony Stark is going to pass a suit on to someone. And that yeah. they will be the new Iron Man, but it won't be Tony Stark's Iron Man. You see what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be how like the comics work, you know? So yeah. that's how it's gonna play out. But you can kind of see this new generation of superheroes. They have Black Panther, they have Spider Man, they have, uh, I, I count Ant Man, even though Paul, that's a joke. Like, Paul <laughs> Rudd, even though I did like Ant Man, I thought it was funny, but yeah. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, so you know, I think that's Doctor Strange too. My question is, oh, doc, oh yeah, Doctor Strange. You're right. So, and then I guess uh, what, there's one more that oh, um, well they they haven't released a movie about him yet, but Captain Marvel is going to be another one. So. Well, her, her, her. Sorry, I'm pissed about Captain Marvel, but I don't even know anything about it. Well, Captain Marvel now, the iteration of Captain Marvel now in the comics, the box lining girl, Kamala Khan. But they're not. Oh, okay, yes, yes, They're yes, not yes, doing yeah. that. They're doing the original, who's a white woman. And I like Brie Larson, but I'm kind of like, this could have been it. This could have been it. And Black Panther proved that they did a, a Pakistani Muslim teenager like us, like like us. Yeah. When do you see that? You don't see it ever. Next time we'll get him. Next time. <laughs> Doubt it. Speaking of, you don't see it ever. Do you like my transition? I like it. Did you hear? Well, you probably didn't hear, but Brianka Chopra just did an interview. Yeah. And she didn't get a movie role because she was too brown. That's what the casting director said, that they would have to then explain where her family came from and this, this, that, and that she was just too brown for the role. Now, what movie was? Like, do we no, know? No, she didn't say what for? movie it was, but. First of all, you don't have to explain where her family comes from. She could have just been from here. Yeah. Simple. There you go. That's all you got to say. That, like, oh, okay. So she's obviously a daughter of an immigrant. You never yeah. thought that with Italians. Like, oh, he's Italian accent or whatever. Like, you know, a Brooklyn accent. So he must be Italian. And I don't know where did his family immigrate. Like, no one thinks like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it would be very awkward if we find out later that the movie that she auditioned for was like some World War Two documentary or something. Then that would be, then that would make sense that she would be too brown. <laughs> no, I think that that's why she was. That's why she even talked about it because it was a movie that it didn't make sense for her, for it to be a problems in. Yeah, if it was yeah, one like just... that was historically, I think she would be like, yeah, it makes sense. Like that, I would not be this, you know. German spy, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, but she, uh, I, I thought that was kind of interesting that she was like, Yeah, they said I was too brown. I'm kind of like, yeah. And that kind of that goes with like a lot of these, like, like it kind of didn't we kind of have a little conversation about this in one of the episodes in the past where we're like, you know, the Aladdin thing, you know, like how oh, Aladdin, the, the Broadway play. You know, you hire a person that doesn't look anything like Aladdin or, you know, you don't you don't hire anyone that's brown or Middle Eastern at all. You hire someone that's looks, that you just think that's looks brown. like Aladdin. Yeah. But different yeah. kind of brown. Like, I think it's hilarious. Not hilarious, but I think it's so ridiculous because for Mulan, not in a, in a good way, they're going out of their way to make it Chinese actors. Right? Yeah. They're not doing that shit for Aladdin. 
No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Why would they? It's like they would want to get the... They want to, you know, like, what? what's that word? Um, they want to find someone that's as ambiguous as possible, but, like, not have to deal with the racism and everything. They just want to be right in the middle. Like, all right, you can pass them off as a uh, brown guy. But they are. It's a diverse cast, though. It's like, okay, well, it's not <laughs> accurate. Like, I get it. No, Agrabah not. is not real. But, like, we all know that Jasmine, Yasmin. Yasmin and Aladdin and the Sultan and Jafar yeah. are, you know, at least those are Muslim names. They are Muslim characters. A Sultan, a Sultan, you know, he's a king. Do something, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Nope, yeah, totally. nope they're going to get whatever. Uh, I want to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother can of worms that we can talk about. <laughs> Cause I mean, I can tell you like my friend, right? So she's, she's, um, she's touring around the United States. She's in this Wizard of Oz tour. That's awesome. And it, it is yeah, it Wizard of Oz like, or Wicked? She, it, no, 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 it's definitely Wizard of Oz. It's definitely Wizard of Oz. Um, but she was telling me that like, like ever since graduation, the amount of like, racism that she kind of got like it was just ridiculous. it's like when she was telling me these stories i'm like that's ridiculous i can't believe that actually no no she's she's asian she's japanese oh yeah and like she and like they only they would only have her go on auditions that were japanese-based roles and she's like well why is that why does that have to be a thing like why can't i do something else why can't i just be you know the the lead girl of a love story, something. Does do I have to be, you know, that Japanese character in every, you know, you know, every single movie or TV show? I don't want because to play my part. It's just I, so you're right. Like it's ridiculous. They, they these people expect people to question why Asian is the lead. Like okay, yeah, is this an Asian story? Like Bennett, like Beckham. That's why another reason why that movie pissed me off. I think I said <laughs> like, other than and like. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff wrong with that movie, but I, like she, she was the brown lead, but she, you know it had to be, and she had a, the brown family and the brown like it couldn't just be like normal. Like yeah, she has a desi mom and like a desi dad, and like she just like likes this dude, and that's it. And she's just that person, you know the person. Yeah, she just happens to be brown. That's all. You know, the person I I definitely think does that really well is Mindy Calling. Because she's just Mindy. Like, there's no, like, oh, well, she... Maybe there's an episode or two on that show where, oh, well, she goes to India and visits this or that. And, but it's just like, oh, that's my family. It's not like... Yeah. It's not like <laughs> her story is that she's a girl with a personality and, like, dealing with her everyday issues. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I just remembered the, <laughs> the very famous episode of uh, The Office when she goes to the... <laughs> When he when he gets slapped by Mindy because he's like <laughs> something about the goo goo gaga, you know. Yeah, that thing? was very racist. <laughs> amazing. You know, um, yeah. Oh, it, it was like the ten year anniversary of my favorite episode ever, which is considered the best episode ever of The Office, which is the dinner party episode. Everyone loves the dinner party. It is episode. my favorite. Everyone. No, is one of my favorite episodes, but definitely like that Diwali is a favorite of mine. Um, oh, there's other one. The chili one where Kevin makes chili. Yes, yes, yes. I love that one. I love I love the uh, the, the Secret Santa episode a lot. I do love the Secret Santa. Very- he gets the iPod. <laughs> yeah. That one's also iconic. I- a bunch of ones. But the dinner party, I think, is the definitely the cringiest episode of the entire... Yeah. <laughs> it is so... Yes. And they said that that... Like, they laughed the hardest, and it was the hardest episode to get through for all of them. Because it was just so... I mean, I can't imagine. I can imagine. And John Krasinski uh, said, like, that moment where <laughs> Steve Carell is, like, playing with the TV. He's like, yeah, like, it's great for, like, guests. And he, like, pulls it out, like, two inches. He said <laughs> he's never, he feel like he's never laughed that hard in his life. Like, he couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> they, they couldn't get through that scene so i thought you'd appreciate it I, I i can't believe that's not one of your favorites no it is it definitely okay. is it definitely is i can't even think i, I honestly like I, for me the office 
is by seasons, right? I think the f- seasons two to like seven are probably not even seven. I would probably two to f- five is probably every single episode from them is amazing. Every single episode is my favorite episode because they're all great. It's genius episodes from start to finish, you know? So it's hard for me to be like, yeah, yeah, that episode is great. That I mean, I love the Dundies episode. You know lot. what episode like, I, I don't it. like, though, that's in that? The chair. Which one? The chair episode. Remind, remind me. Where uh, Michael falls in love with the chair model, but then she's dead. Like, she ends up dead. <laughs> like, she's not alive anymore. How come I don't remember this? Because it's a bad this. episode. <laughs> because it's not a memorable one. I remember watching it recently and being like, I don't like this episode. It's kind of dumb. Like, <laughs> So anyway, there you go. You just proved yeah. my point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I clearly blocked that out of my memory. Because you're like, dumb, next. <laughs> so. But yeah, no, like those those seasons are like genius. Like I can, you can pick any any one of those episodes from those seasons, and I'll be like, yeah, that's my favorite one. I like that one too. I like that one too. You know? Yeah, that shows that show, and I honestly think Parks and Rec, so good. Parks and Rec is very good, very very good. Yeah. Anyway, so I want to talk about Bri- this. All goes back to Priyanka Chopra. Yeah. Um, because yeah. we brought up Mini Cowling, so. Uh, yeah, that was, like, big news. Obviously, anything she does is big news because India gets involved, and when India gets involved, it's, like, a couple million people that comment and trend, and it starts trending, so. <laughs> yeah, it, it really gets blown up. <laughs> yeah, because it's, like, Twitter is, like, ah, trending, trending, and it's because every, like, all these Indians and Pakistanis, too, are, like, Priyanka said this. Well, she's our yeah. representation. She's all we got. She's like, that's yeah. I mean, yeah. Besides her, like, there's no fresh off the boat person. No, that's not, a girl. Yeah. I was gonna say Mindy, but no, no. But Mindy's like born here. Right? Yeah, she's so not fresh someone. off the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Also, news. Yeah, what else happened in this world? Khloe Kardashian had her baby today. Uh, You're like, well, she didn't have it though. No, she had her baby today. She didn't. She get a surrogate. Right? No, that was Kim right? Kardashian. Oh, Khloe Kardashian had her baby today. I'm getting the I'm getting the names confused. It's okay, I don't expect you to know, <laughs> but the reason why it's big news is I wouldn't have really talked about it, but it's like this all this cheating scandal that's happening is like it keeps popping up because people are like they feel so bad for her. You don't know anything, yeah. Khloe Kardashian though. You don't even know why. I know. I wait, wait, wait. Say it again. I said you don't even know why people feel bad for her. No, not really. <laughs> so, you know, she Lamar Odom. Yes, I know that part. I know Lamar that part. Odom publicly cheated on her. Like, a yes, video that. drugged out. Yeah. Okay, so she, like, tried to work on their marriage, and he, like, just didn't yeah. want to. And she, like, stuck by his side through all of it. And then they got divorced, okay? She also... Yeah couldn't get pregnant like they like they said that she couldn't basically it'd be impossible for her to have a child okay gets with this other dude everyone's like oh yay she's happy as this dude gets pregnant everyone's like oh yay like she actually it's a miracle baby then he cheats on her publicly while pregnant so people are like that's why people feel so bad is because she has been through it who was the second person that she i guess uh, Tristan Thompson. Guess, like, He's also a basketball player. Tristan Thompson. Yes. Okay. I was hearing about this then. Okay. Okay. So I know right? a little bit about this. Yes. So, right. So he cheated on her. And uh, uh, that's what is being alleged because there are video and photos of him being cozy, cozy and bringing a girl back to his hotel. And then she gave birth today. Supposedly he was there. That's what like these are reports are coming in. That he was there at the birth. Like yeah. uh so there's that. That's like that was trending topic today. Today. And on top of it, trending topic today was Nicki Minaj. Yes, about her new I, I didn't even know she did anything until I saw the Snapchat filter. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my way of figuring out oh crap Nicki Minaj just something yeah no but that's obviously a good tool because you found out even yeah. you found out yeah 
So she did I didn't know it was a new song though. All I, all it said on the Snapchat filter was like, guess what Nicki Minaj did, or so I don't know, something like something along the lines of that was like, oh, Nicki Minaj did this. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, she cool. dropped two. I wonder what it is. She dropped two uh, songs today. Barbie King's like Chun-Li. Yeah, Chun Li, Zan. Chun Li. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, did I like them? Yeah. I like yeah, Nicki Minaj. I mean, yeah. The reason why it's also blowing up is because she did a live interview today. And okay. talked about Cardi B. Ooh. The new B. Hit, The new, like, yeah, she's like all over the place, Cardi B. She's like would you say she's the most popular rap art like rap female artist right now? Honestly, Nikki so. hadn't dropped today because Nikki hadn't hasn't dropped a song, like her own song, in four years. Yeah. So she kind of I think last year there was like this performance of like female rappers. I don't think it was like a big one, but they were like Nikki's dead, like she's gone. No longer. Yeah. And I kind of like I kind of like we all haven't really heard from her. Like she's featured here and there. But, like, she hasn't come out with anything. So you kind of, like, forget. So I think since yeah. Cardi kind of, like, came out of the scene. And you're like, oh, Cardi B. And you're, like, into it. And now she's back. And she dropped songs. I like them. I mean, people, like, you know, everyone's going to have opinions on it. Obviously, like, people are going to be like, this is trash. Or, oh, my God, it's spit and fire. I like them both. I think it's just, you know, it's too good to keep it on like Anaconda, yeah. both of them, no. Anaconda is obviously iconic. Like at this point, yeah. Will she drops one that's iconic? Maybe, maybe she'll drop a music video song. Like kind of Anaconda came out as a music video first, and it, like everyone was like shocked. So maybe she'll do something like that again. I don't know, but they're good. I'm, that's Cardi B had Bodak Yellow, but nothing Cardi B has dropped since, in my opinion, has been like iconic too no I, I no not at all i think she's just a lot of hype right now like it's just a lot of, like they ever since that 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 yellow song she's just kind of like, yellow. Yeah. I didn't like that song i know it very well but she had a lot of but she's kind of riding that wave right now and i don't think she's well her album did very well so far it got old yeah. like the first day or whatever when it dropped yeah but i mean i mean but i mean it may have gotten gold but i think it's main gotten gold mainly because of the uh that one song like that's pretty well, much she, it i think that's hit i don't know so, like she's gonna well she was a hit for sure you know like, sure. nikki came out i guess nikki came out with that first album roman's revenge and she kind of that album kind of shocked everyone people really liked it i think people yeah. were waiting for nikki to kind of go hard like that because she was <clears throat> in a good way yeah that album did you listen to Nicki Minaj? I don't feel like you did. Uh, a little bit here and there. Like, I mean, I like, Eminem. The one, like, like the one song. If you were telling me, if you were to ask me, what's the one song you know of Nicki Minaj? It would be Starships because that was the one song that kept playing. I'm that I knew. Fly. No, the huh, huh, it's a dungeon dragon. Huh, huh, it's a dungeon dragon. That song. What? No, huh? Eminem did that song with her, so that's why I'm kind of like. Maybe, mo- I mean, I- okay. I don't know. Well, no. <laughs> well, no, no, it's not your fault because I don't listen to, M- I don't listen to any new Eminem stuff anymore. Well, that was so. old. <laughs> really? Okay, so maybe I'm uh, just being stupid. That was Nicki Minaj's first album. And she's not new anymore. Yeah. Think about it. Her last stuff came out four years ago. And that is considered new from her first album, you know. Interesting. Been like seven eight years so almost 10 years yeah so yeah it was like high school freshman sophomore that came out and so you know just i don't know i guess eminem is considered all his stuff post his marshall everything for i would say everything past the encore album has been i don't want to say trash because eminem is still lyrically amazing and he still raps amazingly kind of like he's so intense i think people really want him to be like kind of like well like slim shady again you know 
I was actually just having this conversation with someone, and it wasn't about Eminem. It was actually about the weekend because the weekend also I don't like released the weekend, his, but okay. his EP, right? Yeah, he released his new EP, and it's like it's fire. Like I love that new EP because it reminds me of the old uh, weekend albums, like his like his first couple of albums. Because um, like you you heard of the song uh, Starboy, right, or whatever it's called, right? Yeah. Um. Like that album as a whole was his like was his departure from his old self, right? Like he changed it up so much in that album that I got turned off by it. Not that I didn't like it, I just was like, that's not his style. Like I don't like that style. That was like when so Muff- Mumford and Sons had that one like weird electric album. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, or like when uh, when Little Wayne had that one rock album. <laughs> like it was it happened. Like it happens, right? I get it. Like you, like it, it makes sense because artists need to evolve. They need to change their styles up to be relevant and prevalent. You know. So, but I think that album was so weird and such a weird departure from what he did in the past that like I didn't like it. Right. So it was. It was we were having this conversation. I don't know who I was having this conversation with, but it was like, yeah, like thank, like we should be thankful that he broke up with or Selena broke up with them because we actually got the old weekend back. <laughs> and like, it was the same thing. And it goes same thing with Eminem. It's like Eminem is now clean. Like he's sober, like oh, seemingly sober. I don't know if he is, but like, I'm pretty sure he is. He's sober. He's not taking drugs anymore. So like you can tell on his, in his music that he's more subdued. So it's not the same anymore. I want I want drugged up, <laughs> effed up Eminem. If it sounds awful for me to say it, but that was when he was in his best, you know. So I don't think he needs to be drugged up, but like at least hang out no. with like his old friends. Like, hang out with like Dre. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I try. I mean, it's also because he's getting older. Like I get it. Like he's I don't know how old is he at this point, but he's old. He's gonna be like older. near fifty. Is that too old? Let me look it up really quick. I don't think he's fifty. No, near fifty. Near That'd fifty. Be... Um, let's see what it says here really quick. He was born in seventy two, meaning he's forty five. Okay, so uh, so yeah, you're right. So you're mid forties. Yeah, right. Okay, so yeah. you know he's getting older, and like, I don't know. I I just think like. Obviously, with time, like, he's not going to be, like, joking around in that same way. But. No. Maybe to have, like, a lighter touch. You know, his songs are so heavy. Get a lighter touch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the Slim. Yeah. Like, my one of my favorite albums was when he, like, the Slim Shady LP. That's awesome. The Eminem show was awesome. And it was, like, his Marshall Mathers type personality that he has. So, it's cool. So, I. But, I mean, like, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, he's getting older. You got to evolve. Like he's like he just released his new album just like a few like what was it a few like last month or last something year yeah last couple months or whatever it just came out recently and I heard it and it was it was decent he didn't like, have anything like jokey on anymore. it like it's all like more serious or like bops you know what I'm trying to say like yeah. they're not like you know I don't know it's it's definitely I feel it's you the, like but that's, you're never gonna get that again and so people who expect it you shouldn't. Like, it's dumb to expect no. that out of him now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, but it's so hard to, like, not think that way. You know, it's like, well, it's, it's like so Lord, hard to be like, well. Right? Like, it's another person. Like, I've, I've been thinking about that. Like, we put, we attribute the artists just to kind of, I don't know. We expect that greatness that they had constantly. Mm-hmm. Who who really just delivers all the time, though? Who constantly is delivering? I can't think of anyone who's constantly delivering. Mm, I mean, come back to me. I might think of someone. I mean, do you think Beyonce constantly delivers? Oh, you're right. <laughs> right? Beyonce, maybe? Because the first Beyonce <laughs> album came out and everyone's like, damn. And then Lemonade came yeah. out and people were like, damn. But now yeah. I'm like, how's yeah, yeah, you going to yeah. top Lemonade? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, Lemonade was like a phenomenon. Yeah. And it, yeah, like it's it's that expectations is so high. Once you if you release a a near perfect album, it's hard to top a near perfect thing. You know, it's like how can you get better than best? You know, right? And it's hard to for some artists to do it, and it makes sense too. It kind of makes a lot sense, to but, put on. Yeah. Like I feel like that happened with like, Adele. Like Adele, obviously everyone loved her new album, but like some people were like, you can't beat. Like you just can't beat twenty one. I think that was 
21 was a beautiful album. Right. That was such a beautiful album from start well, like to Someone Like You is probably so the best song that she's ever, you know, really released. So, I, you know, it's hard. It's like you can be great, but you might not touch that again. I think Beyonce reached that with Lemonade. I think people are like, she just like hit pinnacle. It's going to be like very, yeah. it's going to be kind of like, let's see what she does from here. Like, how is she going to, I don't think she will, but. If I say that, Beyonce fans are gonna like shoot me. So I think she will. Yeah, they're they're loyal. They're they loyal. They loyal with that Beyonce. The, don't doesn't don't doesn't Beyonce's fans have a the name to them? The Beehive. Yes, yes. <laughs> the Beehive will come after. You. I am part of the Beehive. I definitely am a worker bee. But um, <laughs> I I mean, if she beats it, I don't know. Like she's gonna gonna take a lot of innovation and maybe that's why it takes so much time i i don't know but yeah 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 um it was kind of funny that we're talking about music right now because there was one thing i always wanted to talk about and because we have five minutes left and we were going to talk about other things i figured we might as well end it on this um what do you call it so there's this thing there's this website that i use a lot right and it's called last fm i don't know if you've heard of it it's like maybe okay yeah I know I've heard of it. So last last FM, right, is basically a site that logs your music listening. Like the music that you listen to, it logs. Doesn't it. Spotify already kind of gives you spot yeah. Think of it the the year in review, right? That Spotify does every like every December. But it's done like you can see your stats at any point on Last FM, right? So I've been doing this since twenty fifteen. And, like, it's kind of interesting to see, like, all right, in 2015, I heard X amount of songs, 2016, 2017, you're like, all right, you can see it, it's growing. But then I'm, it was in 2017 that it dipped a little bit. So you're like, okay, so 2016, for some reason, I was really bumping music, but then 2017, I wasn't. So it was kind of weird. But it's interesting to see that, right? So I think starting, I think it was, like, a few, it was, like, at least November or October, where I was like, all right, I really want to, like listen to a lot of music i've been listening to a lot of podcasts i want to get back into listening to music regularly right so every week going on that website is i i love going on that website on fridays because on fridays they give you your listening report that tells you like what your most played song of the week was blah 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 gives you all these stats right i've in three months amna in just three months i've managed to listen to 17,000 songs, which is mind-blowing to me. I'm like, how did I even manage to do that, you know? Because it's like, in 2017, I managed to listen to 17,000 songs in the entire year. What? If, how how did you do that? How did you do that? I don't know. I mean, you I think... your well, music on right night now, or something? No, 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 no. What I've done actually is that, like, because, like, as I said, like, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts, right? And so many podcasts that I just, when I was at work, I would listen to podcasts, blah, 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 right? So then when I made this whole, like, change to be like, no, let me listen to some music now. Let's, let's, let's discover some new music here. I, at work now, just listen to albums from start to finish, start to finish. So I've listened to Adele's, for example, 21, start to finish. I would go to Adele's 22, 23. start to finish. Then I would go to, or like, 25, 25, sorry. Start, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I would start start to finish. Then I would go to a random artist. I will just be like, uh, today I'm going to be listening to uh, Jay-Z. And then I would go, Jay-Z, I'll pick a random album. I'll just listen to it from start to finish. And so it's like, I've, my music like knowledge has grown exponentially in this three months just because i've heard so much in this time period but i guess it's somehow translated in the fact that in 2017 alone i listened to 17,000 plus songs but then 2018 in just three months i matched the the amount of songs that i listened to in 2017 which is kind of stop listening to i kind of have stopped listening to music that much too yeah and that's what and that's why i made this like whole like change i'm like yo i listened to a lot of podcasts i get it i learned a lot from it but it's like there's so like there's so many albums that i haven't heard you know like i've yet that i've yet to hear you know and i'm like you know what let me change it up let me just listen to it now and that's and i and now i'm getting in this groove now where every single morning i think of an artist to listen to that day so like a couple of days ago, I don't know if you've heard of the band Rise Against, right? I was like, all right, let me just listen to Rise Against. So I listened to three of their albums the entire day, 
from start to finish. And then like a few, it was a couple weeks ago that I picked out um, Metallica and I listened to Metallica's three first three albums from start to finish. So it's one of those things where I'm just like, all right, I'll listen to it. And I actually listened to it. And like my song list on Spotify has grown so much because I discovered so many new songs now. It's like, oh, I feel so cool. But it's it's pretty no, awesome. Really I just cool. Thought it was I really like that. The thing is, is like, I feel like when you're at work, that makes sense because you're working, you're listening. When I'm driving, though, it's it's kind of tough for me now to to um to listen to music because either I kind of zone out, not like mm-hmm. focus, especially at night. Like I'll just kind of start to fall asleep. Like I need to certain songs that like i can sing to if i if i can but even then like i like to listen to things that kind of keep my mind preoccupied in a good way like keeps it focused so i yeah totally you know podcasts or things that like engage me but um and at work with me is like i have to pick up phones like i yeah so you don't know i can't have music kind of playing Really? Like, I guess I could, but I don't know. I, I'll try. I kind of want to start doing that too. You kind of inspired me yeah. because I I have noticed, like I've noticed, like I don't listen. Like I have this playlist called my rainy day playlist. You probably know it's a famous playlist. I know it. Yeah. Um, and it has, you know, 270, like almost 300 songs in it. So it's a growing playlist, but I realize like I haven't added to it. Like I have friends who listen to the playlist and they're like, you haven't added to it in a long time. And I'm like, you're right. Like I haven't like, you know, I haven't like taken care of my music part of me in a while. Yeah, yeah, and like, and that I, I know exactly what you're going through. Like, I felt I felt that way too, where I was like, I've there's so many like there's so many like so my the way I listen to music is that I'm like, okay, I have a bunch of artists that I know, and from each artist I have a couple of songs, and that's it. You know, like I don't, there's a very rare, it's like, there's a few artists that I like have full albums saved, but for the most part, you could be, you know, you can be like, oh, Beyonce. And I would have one song saved from Beyonce, you know, or like, I would be like, oh, um, Katy Perry. I only listened to one song from Katy Perry, but like, whatever, whatever, like any artist you can think of. Right. So that's where my thing came into play where I'm like, I should probably listen to more music. Like there's I should, because I heard so much podcasts, but it's like, I'm, I feel I feel like there's like an emptiness when it comes to music. Like you can be like, "Oh, what's a new song that you listen to?" I'm like, "I don't know. I have I didn't hear it." I know I don't know. listen. To so I wanted to change. I wanted to change. Listen it, to so. Jason Isbell. That's my new. Uh, that's my new person for you. Jason yeah. Isbell. I S B E. All right. All right. Uh, wait, wait. Name a song Isabel that you would like. Recommend. Band, I think. Wait, wait, say that again? And like the 400 volt band or something like that. But a song by them is If We Were Vampires. Okay. And it's a really good song. I'll save it. Uh, makes I'm going to save cry. it. Uh, but the whole album. It makes you cry. I think you'll like it. Yeah. So you let me know. Yeah, totally. I saved it right now. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, so quickly, just just so you can just to kind of put things in perspective, right? And just to kind of end it right here. Last week, from March thirtieth to April fifth, right? So this was actually two weeks, right? Two weeks ago, I listened to a thousand one hundred and five songs, which is kind of crazy to me. That's that's ridiculous wow. amount of music. It says here, it says it says per day I averaged one hundred and fifty seven songs. And my total listening time for that week was four days and six hours. So I spent four days of that week basically spending listening to music, which is kind of crazy, which is nutty. You just keep it on. That's the thing. You just keep it on. I just keep it on. I keep it on. And I, and I listen to a lot of repeats too. Like, I mean, like if I like, if I really like a song, I'm just going to listen to that song a million times then. So that also comes into play. But yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting that Last FM, I love this website so much. And like I said, on Fridays, they give you that listening report. And I cannot, I'm always excited for it. I'm like, oh, it's like t- 10 a.m. on Friday. I make sure I'm on that site. I look at my last re- my last week report. And I'm like, oh, crap. That's my most played song. Like, oh, crap. That's awesome. That's I kind of know cool. my, my most played song because I usually get into zones where I like one song and then I'll keep playing it throughout the week. And then I get bored yeah. of it. I'm like, ugh, next. Like, what's your what, what's your most played song? Well, I haven't listened to a lot of music this past two weeks or so. But before that, it was that Sean Mendes song. I kept playing it. The In My Blood, yeah. that song. Yeah. 
I kept playing that. And then before that, it was Michael Buble. I was on a Michael Buble binge. A Buble binge. And I was playing... I had that song, Everything. That very... his One of his famous, most famous songs. You're everything. That, what is it? You're every line. You're every word. You're everything. That Buble song, you know, his famous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept playing that. And I would sing it everywhere. I'd like go to my mom. I'd be like, in this crazy life. And she'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> so that's kind of how I work, which probably is not good, but maybe I'll, I'll do what you've been doing. Do it up. Like, I mean, uh, yeah. Like if you have the time, definitely just like sign up to the site and like, and you don't even have to check the website as, as often as I do. Obviously I'm a freak, but like it works in the background. Like it works with Spotify perfectly. You just ha- you can connect your account to Spotify and it does everything in the background. You don't even have to. Re- you don't even realize that it's logging in all the music that you're listening to. And then, like once in a blue moon, you check the website. You're like, "Oh crap!" Like that. That's kind of interesting, you know. Like just once in a blue moon. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right now, my Spotify's been uh, contamin- contaminated because I would play like Bollywood for the kids when I when I was with my nephews. So it's like a bunch of Bollywood playlists that are being like. <laughs> push to me and i'm like i need to get back to like songs that i want to listen to you know i'm trying to say like discovering songs so i'll fix fix my spotify up it's all good it's all good it'll be awesome it'll be great and then i guess on that note do you want to on that note follow us on twitter and instagram (laughs) at fab and friends on facebook www.facebook slash fab and friends and email us at Podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions concerns or uh, recommendations also rate us on itunes spotify google play as five star to four star four star to five star please anything below just don't leave it anything else no i think that was a really good that was really good i think that's all we got <laughs> i did a good job okay <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job you did a job i was like that was a nice pace but i wasn't a pace like you were sprinting through that so it was good <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I i definitely it sounded like the end of a com- like a commercial like side effects include yeah heartburn nausea indigestion side effect may be death um <laughs> That should be the name of the That's gonna be the dust. I was gonna be the <laughs> I was just thinking the same like, thing. Maybe death. All right. People are gonna think this is a dark episode. <laughs> hey, All whatever. Right. Yellow. Anyway. Yellow. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.